Welcome to Harper for the Arts podcast, where the performing and creative arts meets lifestyle. I'm your host, opera singer Brie Cooper. I'm an opera singer, an actress, author, podcast host, TV host, playwright, producer, and more. And did I mention that I also work full-time for a very prominent arts organization in the heart of Washington, D.C., where we present international artists on stages throughout the Washington, D.C. area. The mission of this podcast is to enhance, inspire, educate, and entertain all listeners about the performing and creative arts. Well, I hope you enjoyed the past several episodes of my podcast, which we talked about Kwanzaa and we unpacked the seven principles and the different symbols of Kwanzaa table. If you ever go to a Kwanzaa celebration, we unpacked what each principle means, as well as I shared some recipes and I also shared a few just reflective readings and poems. So I hope you really enjoyed that. And I hope you're having a really great day wherever you are. Now, as we know, leading up to, in my case, Christmas, some of you may celebrate Hanukkah or some of you may celebrate something else. But leading up to that week of Christmas, Kwanzaa, I mean, it's Kwanzaa, Christmas and, well, Kwanzaa could be one, but I'm thinking Hanukkah, all about the same time, organizing after the holidays and and before the new year, I'm going to say one of the best things about my job, just, just one of many, is the fact that just our CEO is so smart. Like, I don't know why more companies don't do this we actually close for winter break and we close for summer break i don't understand why it's so difficult for businesses to do that and it's just you know it just shows you that the employer really does care about the well-being and really wants to provide employees with a work-life balance and just time to reset. So yeah, I I mean, I, I don't understand why more companies don't do that. And if you're working for a company that doesn't give you like a winter break and a summer break, paid winter break, paid summer break, you know, maybe you should say something, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. So you do you. But I will say that this was really great. And one of the things that's so important as far as just kind of leading up to the new year and that week in between is organizing. And for me, organizing after the holidays and before the new year, usually it sets a really positive tone. Like this morning, I got up, took a long walk, but it sets a positive tone for the upcoming months. And it really does give a sense of clarity and renewal If you need some help or some tips to declutter and prioritize and prepare for the year ahead, I have some really great tips for you. Now, you guys, I should take my own advice about a lot of these, but let's get into it. 
So number one is to reflect and review. I think this is really important. I did go out and buy a new notebook today because we, I just ran out of the pages of my other notebook. So reflect and review. Take some time to reflect on the past year, acknowledging your accomplishments, lessons you learned, and the areas where you want to grow. Review your goals and priorities and identify what worked well and what needs adjustments as you plan the new year. Maybe I'll get into the the following episode, but I think this is really important. And especially as artists, we always need to reflect on what we're doing. It really helps to just keep a journal. Declutter and organize is number two. So if you start decluttering your living and workspaces, which I am actually going to be doing today, including holiday decorations, unwanted gifts, anything that really no longer serves a purpose or brings joy. You can organize your belongings, create designated spaces for essential items and consider donating or recycling the items that you don't need anymore. I would really, like I'm like such a poor interior designer. I wish... I had the patience or wherewithal to kind of just, some people just know, like I have, I have a friend and she's a pianist. She, her interior design is amazing, but I need some help because honestly, I have too many other things to be thinking about, but yet I know what I want things to look like. So I think this year coming up, what I'm going to really try to do is really create a space that I really, really, you know, I look at and I'm just kind of like, oh, I love it. You know, that kind of thing. I tried, I tried, but I'm not a very good interior designer. And definitely the decluttering. I think that's so important. And I've tried to do these little experiments to see how I work and my anxiety level when it comes to clutter in my space. And especially if you, you know, there's areas where you're just high traffic. And what I did learn is that what, whatever, it, sometimes when it fails, it, there's for its reason, like you're putting things in places that don't make sense for you. So for me, what I learned is that if I'm in a high traffic area, like there's one section of the house that I frequent or I, I sit at the desk a lot, or maybe instead of going to the dining room, I go all the way through the kitchen to this one area, which is a table or the countertop. And I start to put papers there. So what I'm realizing is that if I have a space for those high traffic areas where I can put things that make sense for me, that's how I can keep it decluttered. I don't know if that made sense for you, but it makes sense for me. And, you know, if you, y'all, sometimes I get home and I'm just like, oh my God, let me take my coat off. Just take, I just want to take everything off. But I realized like, if that's a high traffic area for me, then what I did was I have a closet when you walk in, but then I also took another step and bought a coat 
rack because that way I can just take off my coat and put it right on the rack. Nine times out of ten, it never makes it into the closet. (laughs) But I'll put it on the rack. And I went out and I have all of these bins now. So I really do want to just kind of, oh, you guys, I barely got the tree up this year. I didn't even put any ornaments on it. I put the tree up and I put some tinsel on it or some garland. And that was just about it. That's about all I could do this year. And guess what? And oh, and I did put the lights on it. And it still looked cute. Anyway, so that's number two. That's number two, to declutter and organize. Number three is to set clear intentions. Define your priorities and set clear intentions for the new year, whether it's a personal development or career goals, health and wellness, relationships. You know, you want to articulate your vision and establish actionable steps to help you stay focused and motivated throughout the new year. For me, I like to I like to journal, but I also like to take notes about everything. Like I will sit here and watch a YouTube video and take notes. I wherever, I will just take notes about personal development, about career goals, just anything. I think it's really important and I also think it's important to set those clear intentions of you know, what's the most important thing for you? And you have to ask that question, I think, every day. What is the most important thing for you that day? And it usually changes from day to day. And of course, you know, you want to com- com- create a plan, a plan that will um, help keep you on schedule, keep you organized, manage your time effectively. And you can break down your goals into manageable tasks and set deadlines as well as establish routines. And by incorporating some of these tips into your positive, into your post-holiday routine, you can create a sense of order, clarity, and alignment that empowers you to start the new year with intention and focus and a renewed sense of purpose. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for joining me today. And until next time, stay inspired, stay musical, and stay connected.